Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, 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 friends. Welcome to October and another episode of The Elite Life. I'm Trish, and with me is Kylie. And today we have a very special episode because our friend Sarah with At Your Service is here today. Say hi, Sarah. Hey. Sarah is an amazing mother raising four kids while simultaneously... Oh, that's a big word you gave me, Kylie. I did. I wrote that in there just to trip her up at 9.30 in the morning. I did that. She also owns and operates her own cleaning and organizing company called At Your Service. Sarah Real quick, why don't you tell our listeners how they connect with you and where you service? The easiest way to connect with me is call me. I'm very much a phone talker. I know everybody doesn't do that. If you don't want to call me, you can text me, 248-660-3636. Our website is at your service moms.com, and we service all Oakland County and surrounding areas. Nice, Yay. nice. So how did you meet Sarah Kylie? So I first met Sarah um, at a kid's birthday party because she has four, I have three, and they go to the same school. And I was, it was at the Rolladium. Yes. Yeah. And was. I was the um, creepy lurker up against the wall because like I, I'm, I'm a people person. I just don't know what to say to people at kids parties. Right. Um, so I'm just standing there holding the coats like this and I look over and I'm like, oh, she looks like my type of lady. So I just tried to strike up some conversation. I was like, oh, this is super fun, right? And you, she was just like, yes, this nah. is amazing. And it was it was pretty much kismet from there. Yeah. Um, I realized that we were, uh, it was like that moment from Step Brothers where we were like, did we just become best friends? Yup. And uh, that was that. Did you do karate? Oh, we didn't do karate. We oh, tried to we keep have an eye on our... Karate. I think that that would be, that would be a fun thing we to do. We can put it on the to-do list. Okay. I'm game. Karate. <laughs> yes. We're going to do some karate. Okay. So um, I'm super glad you decided to come and join us. Thank you. Um, I'm always amazed uh, when I talk to you and you're like, I'm doing all of the things and you're so encouraging. Um, like when you came to my house and gave me peace of mind yeah. that I wasn't alone in the chaos. I know. <laughs> it feels that way a lot. Um, so I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business, um, so that our listeners can kind of get an idea of who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, thanks for the platform too. This yeah. is, this is great to tell people that it's okay to ask for help yeah. sometimes. So I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. I had the three kids and we went through a big life change and then it was like, boom, automatically at your service became part of my identity, like who I am is at your service. Um, so now we are a whole team of moms and we market ourselves as the all-purpose housekeepers. We are household management, but we still have a passion for helping families. Um, in September alone, we helped 16 individual families and I went through the calendar and counted because I, <laughs> I never really know what's going on. And a lot of those are repeat, mm -hmm. but a lot of them are brand new every month. Um, our services have been tailored over the last four years because we had a wide array of things from food prep and running errands and tossing kids around and things like that. But now we focus more on the house. So we are going into our fifth year. And in that fifth year, we have a whole discovery of what we can pay the bills doing and what we're good at doing to pay yeah. our bills. So, yeah. 
Hey. Thanks. So um, when you say household management, that's a very interesting word. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to totally steal that title and tell everyone that I live with. I am the household manager now. Yes. Everyone's you going should to listen say that. to me. <laughs> and they're going to be like, <laughs> click and just continue right. watching YouTube. Yeah, right, which is Kylie. Fine. So, right? <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about like what all of that entails. Yes, household management can be a broad term, but I look at it more of a chore standpoint because that's what takes up all of our time. Yeah. Dishes, laundry, dusting, you know, things that people know that need to be done, but they can't get to it on the daily. So we try to come in, condense everything as much as possible. We work three to five hour shifts and get as much done in the space as we can. The whole house we can do from top to bottom and help everybody in all of their different challenges that they face. Yeah, I heard food prep in there because that's what I'm always <laughs> paying for. So I can say, I can call you up and be like, okay, Sarah, I want you to prep all of my lunches for the week. Literally, yes. Yeah. And we have a, I have a, I'm the one who offers food prep because that's something I'm passionate about too, like you with nutrition mm -hmm. and just trying to stay on the straight and narrow. And um, what's the book title? I forget who writes it, but it's Cook Once, Eat All Week. Okay. And so she has some more whole food based methods. And so you shop your one shop, get all of your proteins, all your produce and have it done. And then you cook once on Sundays or, yeah. you know, on Mondays when I come, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And we try to streamline it as much as we can. So do you do the shopping too? Am I like, hey, just make me 10 meals and you just make them? And I can do that too. But it gets tricky with preferences. Mm -hmm. So I try to have as much of a briefing and conversation before the shop, before the cooking, mm -hmm. and streamline it as much as possible. But yeah, we can we can do it all for you. So how do you decide what you're going to do? You like just, did you know this was going to be like a job interview? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So when I move closer to you, what all can I have you do in my house? I know. I know. I'm looking forward to you being in the area. That'll be great. Um, what was your question? So how do, how does one decide? Like, do, do I call you and I'm like, come to my house and let's just walk around and decide what you're going to do here? Yeah. So most people get in touch with me from Facebook. I am a total Facebook junkie and I can say so because that's an excellent platform for network marketing. I've mm. done all of my networking on Facebook and only Facebook. And, um, I get messages and text messages, like how I said, I'm, give my phone number out everywhere. It's on the side of my car. And um, when they get in touch with me, most people want a consultation. I don't find consultations to be very productive if we're trying to get something done because we don't have a lot of time, right? I have to work between the hours of while my kids are at school. So I literally have from 9 to 3 p.m. And if I have to drive, we have to account. For, so, so I try to encourage out of consultations, let me get into the house. Let me show you what I am capable of doing in this amount of time. Let's knock off a couple of your to-do list issues because then once those are done, you can come back home from work and work on your next set of to-do lists. So I try to get into the house as much as possible instead of consulting because then we can just start knocking some things down. Right. Barriers down, people not feeling encouraged. Yeah. We can knock that off off our shoulders like we got to get in a whole new mindset so if I can get in touch with somebody and be in their home that's the easiest way to do it and and it was super helpful too so I'll just share quickly like the experience I had like when you came over um we literally just uh she showed up with her with her notebook and like and super all my kids and all the kids well I had all my kids too so yeah. we literally just yeah. parked them in front of a movie mm -hmm. um 
and uh, we just walked around my house. Um, I showed you the kitchen. We opened the cupboards. We opened the drawers. Um, we went into the bedrooms because as many of you, if you've been listening for a while, you know that we are packed in like sardines at my house right now in a two bedroom, one bathroom with five people and a dog. So, um, it can get very cramped and really, um, I was really looking for some insight on organization and like better using the space that I have because there are like 14 junk drawers at my house for absolutely no reason. Um, I'm constantly overwhelmed about the girls' room and all of the clothing that I get from you and Brianna. <laughs> and all of the hand-me-downs. Um, and it was such a blessing to have you come over because not only did you walk around and have a lot of um, uh, positive reinforcement, like, yeah, it's not as bad as you. Like, I'm pretty sure she thought she was going to be walking into, like, a hoarder's house. Right, like, she set me up for something way extreme. Yeah, I was, because yes. I'm always saying, I'm like, my house is a mess. Oh, my God, it's a mess. It's a mess. And um, it was really nice to have that um, uh, that assurance, like, it's not as bad. There are things you could do. And like we went in the basement and um, you really helped me kind of just understand like it was it's really just shelving and issue of shelving. Yes. And and the yeah. use of the space. And that was super helpful. But what I really loved was you had some really new ideas too, mm -hmm. um, about the bedrooms. Yeah. Um, so we have the two bedrooms. We have one that is considerably smaller, and then we have the the one that's larger that has the girls' stuff in it she's like is it an option for all of you to sleep in one room because if you can all sleep in one room then you can have a free room that can be a toy room it could be a your office room. a multi-purpose room yes. mm -hmm. and that was such a fresh idea like literally not something that I would have thought of mm -hmm. because in my mind I'm just like no that's not an option but like when you explore other possibilities like you could open your mind and mm -hmm. and find a better way to live Mm -hmm. Having someone who is a family-focused person come in and assess a family-focused space, someone who's not living there all the time, and just seeing how your family operates, like, yeah. you can see a lot by someone's house and just in their daily life, you know, with your man picking up the kids. You know, I see him every day. It's like I see how you guys function together, and I'm like, there's got to be some other options. There's always a workaround. That's, that's pretty much my number one saying when I go into a client's house. There's got to be a workaround here. We Everything can move that shelf. We can move that stuff. We can get rid of this. We can trash that. Like there's always a workaround, you know? So when it comes to helping people kind of like purge and organize, um, cause like as real estate agents, um, we run into people sometimes like older people or people, you know, um, people who are handling the house after someone's passed away. So when you're in those types of situations, um, how do people, how do you help those people as far as like, what to throw away, what not to throw away, what to keep, what to sell, all of that stuff? That's a great question. Um, and I'm asked that a lot in those same conversations where a client would prefer a consultation. And I'm like, look, we can get rid of a lot of stuff. Everyone is a little more capable than we give ourselves credit for. I, what I'm offering here is a therapy. Yes, it is an in-home service, but ultimately this is therapy. So I listen to homegirl or grandma or cousin or whomever this individual is. They cry about the thing or we laugh about the thing. And then I like wrap the thing up in the box and then I take the thing out of the house and it's done. It doesn't have to be this thing where we're constantly storing stuff or constantly hanging on to things. We can let go of a lot once we can acknowledge and honor whatever that object or that thing is and can be. That's beautiful. Thank I you. love that. Yeah, it is. Huge. And, and 
when you think about like just your service, right? Like, oh, it's cleaning and organizing. But as I hear you talk about it, it's you you treat it as so much more than that. Like you're talking about their mental well-being yes. and therapy and their feelings and yeah. having that fresh set of eyes to show you something you didn't see. Um, and I, I hear you, Kylie, reminding me like some of these things can feel so overwhelming, especially mm-hmm. if it is an emotional time like you lost somebody. Yes. And so that's where it really makes a lot of sense for everybody and anybody to give you a call. And like you said, just just be okay with getting a little help no matter where you're at in life or what the situation is. Yes. Support can go a really long way. Yeah. You know? I love that. That's why we have spouses. That's why we have friends. Why can't you call over Sarah from at your service? Like, hello. It's okay to ask for help. I think that we, because of the... Uh, political Kylie coming in here for just a quick oh, second. Um, <laughs> I think because we live in such um, a society that is so uh, like we're, I don't know if alienated is the right word, but that's it's, it's again, it's nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. Just in the having morning, to so. do things on your own. Yeah. I think yeah. that f- especially with the pandemic, like we all got, that way yeah, too. we all got super separated. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people too are like, um, might be a little bit weird about having someone come in, but like, it's, it's like you said, it's so therapeutic when you have someone to support you and just understand, like, you know, a lot of people might not think it's a big deal, like the organization in my house and, you know, but it's like, you're, you're, we've talked a lot about like setting your environment up and like where you live, like super impacts, like it's so powerful. your, your men, your mental state, the way you react and respond to the world around you. I mean, mm-hmm. like, for example, when my, my kids make their own lunches now, which I have had to That's let great. go of some of that power. Yeah. And, um, but it's, everything is out all at the same time. And then it's, it's, I'm go to do something like make a bottle and I'm just like, <laughs> Cause like the sink is full and there's stuff everywhere, but like, it was so refreshing to have you come in and just give me some new ideas. And right. I'm just so thankful that you, there's that always you a workaround. Come over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, next question that's actually on the list is, um, what was the biggest challenge with getting started? Number one, it was the easiest question on my, on my stuff here because I was so scared. Fear was like, such an enemy, right? And that's anything when you're going through something big in your life to change your life, but also when you're trying to be brave and step out. And um, I was scared of not being able to pay my bills or being judged by so-and-so or sending my kids off to school and daycare. That was a huge thing because I was a stay-at-home mom. I Mm -hmm. was homeschooling my little, like it was, it was a whole thing. And so I was horrified and so scared, but I was fear- fearing of, of, of like the what's next. And that's when I decided to embrace change. So that was in 2018 and my kids and I were like fearless. Now we were like, Oh, there's a new person in our life. Oh, there's a new thing that we're going to try to eat every day. Or there's a new, uh, piece of furniture in the house. We all need to learn how to utilize it and deal with it. Change is what makes us grow. So we got to get uncomfortable first. I love that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And what what gave you the idea that this was the business you wanted to start? Well, and that that's a huge blessing to me at your service because it wasn't actually my business. First, it came from a friend and she was going through her own life change. At your service was an option for her and a couple periods of her life to bring in a flexible income because we're going into people's houses. We make our own hours. If we need to cancel because, you know, so-and-so is 
vomiting or we had a really crazy night and nobody slept and my kids can't go to school today, I can let that person know I'm not coming. So we have the flexibility of our own schedule and our own self. So she gave at your service to me because she knew that I was heading into a new transition of my life. She started another crazy successful business, helping women learn how to breastfeed their babies. And so her and I had a lot of passion together as friends. And so she gave me this opportunity and I have ran with it. That's awesome. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so now that you've grown, um, and you have, you know, you have other ladies that you work with, um, and you have lots of clients, what is your biggest challenge or what is your next step with the business? Okay. Two parts, because my biggest challenge is by far myself. (laughs) Like you're saying, you know, at home and our reactions to things, I'm not a patient person at all. And I think that helps me be successful running a tight ship, mm-hmm. you know, as like a single mom and having lots of little kids. But it also really gives me a bridge that I have to cross when I'm managing my clients and my friends and my family and all of those things. So I'm learning how to be more patient and to tell myself to slow down. I don't always have to respond to that text message right then. And I don't have to clean up that mess right now. So I'm learning how, how to be patient. But next steps... And I'm putting this out into the open because I don't think I've actually said it before, but I really want a container truck. Okay, so work with me. We show up to the house. We It's probably two or three visits is how this would have to work. We show up to the house first. We declutter, edit out as much as we can. Then I come back with my handy dandy truck and I have all of the container implements that you would need for a whole house for under the sink for in the vanity, for in the linen closet, for the kids' bedrooms, holding underpants. Like, I want all of the containers because I'm not big on containers. I I like to use what people have because I want to be mindful of budgets. Mm -hmm. But for those who are looking for a complete renovation Mm -hmm. of their systems at home, clear bins. That's what I'm seeing is this truck full of clear bins. And, oh, I love it. And so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm trying to figure it out. I tried um, finding out how to connect with Brightroom the other day, Target's brand, Brightroom. I love their containers. They're all over my house. That's what I've used almost exclusively because they go like 30% off every so often. And um, so I'm hoping that I can make something poof out of nowhere and it might take me a couple years but I'm okay with that well you put it out there now I did I did yep I said it out loud no you got to do it so it's happening it's happening yeah I'm excited Put it on the vision board it's on and I love that idea because like me being a very type a personality like I want everything to have a space and as much as we want these things like being realistic about the time the energy the shopping like all of the things that would go into it's it it's overwhelming right like you're dealing with overwhelming situations for most people every day (laughs) yeah so to be like hey Sarah come just fix my house and and you fix it then that's like it's like the coolest idea right let me put out that fire and then I'm gonna put a whole new face on it right yeah because like even me when you walk through my house and look at it it looks like everything has a spot but if you start opening drawers in cabinets it's like everything's falling over in this drawer and everything is falling over in there that's what we find out behind the door she's a concealed mess I'm a concealed (laughs) she's a closet 
mess. <laughs> you so can't funny. see it though, because it's behind the closet. Because it's behind doors. the door. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, and in the drawers. It. <laughs> it's in the and like I said, I have forty nine junk drawers at my house, so you are not alone. I know. That's what I'm getting out of this. We're gonna go to this junk drawer sword. support group led by Sarah on Wednesday nights at seven thirty. Everyone's welcome. Yep. Yeah. Hi, my name is Kylie, and I am a I'm a, a junk junkie. <laughs> So I think this is super, super inspiring for our listeners that maybe um, are moms of littles or have been thinking like, man, I would really love to start this, but I can't because Mm -hmm. time, money. You know, I know when I was a single mom and I worked for another real estate broker, he kept saying like, why don't you open your own business? And I'm like, no, No I have to know. I have to know. I get this $500 check. I have to know, you know, and um, so this is super inspiring to those those women out there that are like I can't do it because I have to know you can you can we can we can all absolutely do it and what I've learned a lot about people like networking and finding a client base is everyone's pretty willing to take a chance on you yeah and so I always try to be thankful to my clients and I say thanks for taking a chance on me because Mm. without you having confidence in whatever I just said to you (laughs) how would I have moved forward you know so people are people are pretty good on their own, giving something new a try. Yeah. And I always like to ask our guests, like, if you could go back and tell, like, day one of opening the business you something, what advice would you give her? Oh, yeah. I liked that question. Um, and I I started with something a little more sentimental about, you know, you got to be forgiving to people. But then I'm thinking about it more and I'm like, business focus mind, not just like inspiring people. Business focused mind, Sarah, I would say that you have to start networking. That is the only way that I have been successful. The only one. And like I said, I've done everything on Facebook. But because I found all of these different people through through the Facebook stream, whatever you want to call it, all of those people have told another 10, 15 people. Then you hand out business cards. Boom. 15 more people have your business. The, the networking is a way to expound and and grow beyond anything you would ever. Th- I have over 300 clients at this point over the last four years. How do you meet 300 people? You don't, especially when you have a life like mine. I mean, I wake <laughs> up, I take the kids to school, I go to work, we go home. Like I'm not meeting people every day. Right. So so networking would be my number one piece of advice. You got to get on that computer, get on that phone, start calling people. If you can't get to a meeting or somewhere physical, you got to get on the phone. I love it. Sure. I love it so much. Thank you. I'm in the same boat as you. Like the I know only you way, are. The yes. only way that I get to socialize is in my backyard with my little wildlings running around with other little wildlings while we're grilling hot dogs, most likely, and eating yep. macaroni and cheese. Like that's my social that's life. What right now. Yes. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yes, what we're doing. Exactly. Or hanging out at the Rolladium on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> holding coats. Oh, I love it. All right. This is going to be a spot where we're going to pause real quick, but do not go away because when we come back from our break, Sarah is going to give you guys some free tips to get organized. (laughs) Yay. So come on back. Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator Program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. 
Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one -on -one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit MyStarsAcademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve. He's such a good boy. And we are back with our friend Sarah Emery, who started At Your Service, a home cleaning and organizing business. As a business owner and mother for some might wonder how you've taken your organization skills and applied them to your personal life. What are maybe five tips you can share with our listeners that they could implement today to get more organized and feel like they got their life together? Thank you for asking. I get asked that every time I go into a client's house. They're like, so what does your house look like? And I'm like, well. Do they have that judgy face? No. <laughs> no. Everyone, what does your house look like? Everyone's very forgiving, but I live in my house with four kids. So it's kind of, it's kind of crunk. Um, so let me give you some of my guidelines that I use for my own self. And I am a disciplined person. So, so take these with a grain of salt and apply them as you see fit. Number one is called just one more thing. This is a mental game more than anything, not necessarily an organization solution. But if you do that just one more thing tonight or just one more thing before you leave or the just one more thing before the clock strikes, like it's not an issue later. So I'm always in the mentality of what is that one more thing that will take me three minutes, you know, 120 seconds even to accomplish have it be done so that I don't have to come home and do it later because we're in and out a lot, right? Yeah. So just one more thing. The basket of clothes, the dishes, that food that needs prepped, that food planning list, that child's one wardrobe that needs to be switched out. You can do all of those in 10 minutes if you really buckle down, get all the things out, tell your kids you need five minutes, just one more thing. Number two would be laundry. <laughs> I love laundry. Laundry is my personal favorite chore. So how I've streamlined it at my house, we have five people that we do laundry for and towels and all of those things. Everyone has one basket. We don't have 17 baskets lying around the house. We have one basket for every person. Myself and my son and uh, the school uniforms are in one big hamper thing. And then everybody else has their own basket in a designated space. It gets washed one time a week. We don't have a lot of clothes either. So that's also another, a whole other assessment oh, in your home. Girl, I have implemented that capped wardrobe. And you did not. I did. You did not. I did. Is it changing your whole life? Uh, because, uh, we need to edit it some more. Then. We, we need, we need a little more time. Okay. So I'll fill you in later. Carry okay. On. You got to fill me in because, because if you have less, that's going to be less laundry to handle. That's going to be less clothes to switch out in the next season. It's going to be less clothes to store. Like my house is maybe 1,100 square feet. We have five people. I don't have room for anything, you yeah. know, if we want to like have activities and whatnot. Like, so laundry is huge. So if you wash everybody's stuff once a week, you can either do it one a day or you can do it all on Saturday when you're at home. However you slice it, if you're washing it, you need to put it away. That's my rule. Number three would be declutter. Um, and the better known phrase, because everybody knows the home edit at this point, is you got to edit it out. Okay, so you need to edit your spaces. That's something that you, as the person in charge of your home, you have to be aware of. If I haven't used this thing in however long, why is it still in my house? So my rule of thumb is if it's not getting used or enjoyed, because I know we all have knickknacks and, and memorabilia and 
whatnot games and things like that. If you're not going to enjoy that item, think of your grandma with that item or that item gets used for dinner, What, whatever. If it's not going to get used within six months, I need it to be reassessed. Reassessed can mean leaving the house completely and decluttering yourself from it, but it can also be storage, which is in my next rule. So with decluttering, um, we have a, a little tiny shelf by the front door. That's where the keys and everything go. On the bottom of it is where people put their donations. Oh, Everybody in my house knows where the donation spot is, and I'm serious. So raising my kids with this mentality, their, their ages almost four to nine. If my four-year-old can realize that his transformer is busted and he doesn't need it anymore because I can't enjoy this anymore as the way it was, then I know all of these listeners can too. It's something that we are all capable of doing. You just got to open your mind up a little bit. Okay. Number four would be storage. Um, And I understand that this can feel inevitable to a lot of people in their homes, but storage is not always necessary. We don't always need the basement full of bins and bins and bins and bins. We don't need the storage units. We don't even need the under the bed things. We don't, we don't need so much storage, which is something we talked about. This is what we learned at my house. Just having less overall, which you're great about, and you need to give yourself credit for that. Oh, I appreciate that. Yes. You have really, you've really inspired me to just quit being so I, before, before Sarah came to my house, I was the chick who would have 14 bags of donation crap in my trunk for six months. Ready to take it. Ready to take it. But not, not ever making that it. plunge. Yeah. I, since you've come to my house, I've been to the donation, donation store at least four times. Kylie, that's awesome. Thank you. So you've really got, I mean, I get text messages every day from my friends and my clients being like, give me a high five or a gold star or a cookie or whatever. I took this <laughs> out of my house. And I'm like, yes. So um, back to storage is if it's not going to be used or enjoyed in the next two years, I need it to be let go of. Okay. So we've got six months and we've got two years. Those are, those are two big time frames If you think about it, short, over the span of life, yes. But with kids and spouses and new activities, new hobbies, six months and two years, that's a, that's a fair amount of time to assess the things in your home. So if, you're, if you feel like you need to store it, if it's a memory thing or a childhood keepsake or your project from college that you just can't get rid of, you need to condense as much as possible, get rid of the trash, get rid of the donations, and label it. And I have a great photo. Um, if we can add some photos yeah. onto here that I can show you one of, one of my favorite clients houses that we did she had this great storage room which I know we don't all have I get that but this was this would have been the ideal storage space and we did big clear sterilite bins and everybody just had a big piece of computer paper in the front with typed black lettering it was very simple so easy to do. It took us maybe 10 minutes to label everything because we knew what was you in just each bin. made a list of what was in that bin. Yep and then we went and printed everything and you just stick the piece of paper in the front of the bin. There's no taping. There's no label makers. I, I don't enjoy label makers. <laughs> um, there's no, no like guesswork. So you just put the paper in the bin and then you can move the papers. You can move the bit. It's like, it was a simple solution. Okay. And then it looked great on the shelf too. Cause we had these big industrial shelves that fit whatever, 25 bins on there. It was crazy, but it was the best storage room that you've ever seen. I love it. Yeah. So, um, if you find something else that lives with those like items throughout the house while you're purging out rooms or, you know, your mom gives you that box of stuff from her basement that was yours when 
it happens every day. My mom does that all the time. We were just my talking about this yesterday. She's like, remember all those boxes I gave you? I just gave Nikki, my youngest sister, oh, yeah. all those boxes too. And I'm like, she'll probably do like me and throw them in the dumpster. Throw them away. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's great that you were able to let go of some stuff. Yeah, she's cool. like, well, I won't throw away your memories. And I'm like, well, they were from fourth grade and I don't know that boy who wrote me that note anymore. So it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm married now. I don't know that. Exactly. So, so then when you do find those like items, it's easy to put it in a benefits labeled and it's clear and you can see what's in them. Yeah. Okay. So storage is number four. And number five would be support. How we talked about that already. It's not always the best thing for the only house manager in the house to live there. Okay. So like I'm a house manager for clients all over Oakland County and I still have help in my house. My sister will come through and we can look at things. I just changed out all my hangers. That was a game change. I love, I love matching hangers. Um, you know, I have my cleaning ladies come help me every so often because I literally need an extra pair of hands in my house. There's only one of me, you know, with two hands. So it's like support is huge. That sister, your friend, your willing soul from church, whoever that person may be to help carry that blessing and a burden of what keeping home can be. So it's nice to have a third eye that will see what you don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Better yet, Give at your surface a try. We're a team of professionals and we want to support you. I know that you all saw my passion here today talking about getting rid of stuff and, and changing people's lives makes me want to cry. So at your service is important and um, so is getting support in your home. And what I like about your business too is that you're literally, when, when you engage Sarah's um, team to um, do any type of work in your home, come over, help you organize, help you get ready to move, um, if your kids, you know, your kids have finally gone going through the basement and figuring out what belongs to you, what belong, what memories what you can pass them. on to them. Yes. Um, by, by engaging their team, like you're supporting other local families mm -hmm. who are working hard to make sure that they, um, you know, support their own families, have nice, like, like work life balance yes. and, and really just thrive in the community because I mean when you get down to it like your friends and neighbors like we're all stuck on this boat together yes <laughs> by all means let us let us support you so that you can support us for yeah. sure for it's sure, a, for sure it's definitely uh is it a symbiotic relationship oh yes okay definitely my brain just went back to sixth grade science like rhino and the bird yes yeah okay cool I like it you got okay. it <laughs> You're using a lot of big words in today's episode. I told you I was, I was She's fired up. Fired up. <laughs> All right. So last question. Now that we got the serious stuff out of the way. Just no, I still have one more serious question. What, one you have more a serious family question. You have a I, I do. Part. So Kylie and I. I just want to get to the, not the fun part. I know. You always want to get on, to Trish. the fun. All right. I'm the serious. Serious pants still on. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Kylie and I have both shared on the show about like how sh Starting our own businesses have completely changed our lives. Um, and you talked about like how you impact other people's lives, but how has owning a business really changed your life and impacted your family? It's such a good question to get inspired about. Um, and I like totally felt emotional thinking about this because just looking back, right? Mm -hmm. So sure. no, nowhere else in this society that we live in would I be able to do what I'm doing. I took a call while I was going to the bathroom before I got into the interview because so-and-so bumped their head at school. Like if I was clocked in at my job as a bank teller, I'm not doing that. If I was clocked in, I used to work at Starbucks. 
and I love working at Starbucks. I still think about working at Starbucks. <laughs> um, if I was if I was clocked in at Starbucks, you know, serving you your caramel macchiato, I wouldn't be answering that phone call. So like nowhere else would I be able to do what I love, what I'm good at, and have the flexibility to operate my life. I was able to buy a new car this year. Oh, I did yes. not think that that was going to happen in these first 10 years of me being alone. I was sure I was going to ride that red minivan to like the grave, the everything breaking off, you know, no panels or anything. Like <laughs> I bought a new car. I've, I've made and lost friends. I've, I've completely changed my mentality as an individual. Like I said, I'm working on my patients. Like that wasn't happening four years ago. Mm. So although at your service came to me and formed me during a crazy time where I was navigating divorce and making babies and all of that, I had to always remain mom first. Business guru, professional, network marketer, um, therapist, friend, sister, daughter, all that stuff had to be second. Mom was first, right? Mm -hmm. You've been there. Yeah, You're there. I'm there. You've always got to be mom first. But that's why, that's why we do this. That's yeah. why I'm doing this. So it has changed my life in so many immeasurable ways that you almost can't even describe because after my job, whatever day it was, I was so stinky and sweaty because, you know, I like totally bust my butt while we're working. I was able to go home real fast and take a shower because I, my client was local. And then I went to pick up my kids. I didn't have to wait my whole eight hours clocked in at whatever machine shop until I could go home and shower. Like I have... I have a life that I designed and I'm very, very thankful for it. Um, not to mention all the incredible people that I've met over the last five years who bless my children and I like crazy. I got really sick in April and I wasn't able to work full time like I normally do. And I had three different clients send us a meal. Aww. Where else do you have that network other that. than helping other people, you know? So as much as it's a business, I, I kind of consider myself charity too. It's like, I'm literally only wanting to help people all the time. I just need to be able to pay my mortgage. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, and, and we've talked before on previous episodes about the heart that you have and the intent that you have when you're going out into the business world. If you, if you're money focused, um, you know, yeah, you might be successful, but on the whole, you know, when you have a, a heart of service, you mm -hmm. have a much better experience. You have happier clients yes. who then refer you to other happy clients. Yes. You know, it's a full circle situation. But I mean, just that story right there shows how much deeper you go because you can have clients that refer you, but when you have clients that send you a meal when you're sick, like that, are that like, what can I get you from DoorDash? Yeah, that's amazing. You want me to pay? I get to choose? Like, you're not just sending me pizza? I can have like a smoothie or <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> beautiful, right? Yeah. Like incredible experiences yeah. because that I've makes been able, your heart happy. because I had, well, and I kind of felt like I had to start a business, right. Mm -hmm. Or continue what at your service was because it was an opportunity and like, I can't turn down an opportunity. So now it's, it's different. It's not an opportunity anymore. It's just my way of living. Yeah. 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 I love that. It's great. Go ahead, Kai. Okay. That's my turn. That's my turn. Okay. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Okay, so I had to think about it for a minute because <laughs> I don't like animals. <laughs> I know that's why I put this question to you. Although we did um, rescue a cat recently, so I do have that going for me. I do have some shred of humanity inside of me, okay? 
Um, so definitely number one, I would not be a spider because they're horrifying, disgusting creatures. I know they do wonderful things, but I'm not going to be a spider. Nope. Okay. But I would be a bird because I think flying is ultimate superpower, right? Yeah. Yes. So then more specifically, that. I guess I'd be a cardinal because you can like deliver memories and peace to so many people. And you're, and you're pretty. And I'm pr- That is really well thought out. I love that. Yeah, I had to think about that one for a minute. I mean, you thought about it more than I did. I, I always did. see people posting on Facebook, too, like, oh, i seen this cardinal, and I thought, uh, like, so that Every was really day. good. That well, good. and it's come up a lot. We've had a lot of people pass in the last couple of years in my little circle, and cardinals are, like, everywhere all over my life right now, mm. which is beautiful. Yeah. So. I love seeing them in the snow, like, on the snow-covered branches. Oh, pretty. I know. Don't talk about snow. Okay. All right. It, okay. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a common winter is coming. I know. I don't want it. Fall is here today. Holy smokes. Yeah. Love yeah. it. It's. I love it so it's much. It's cold. I walked out of work last night. It was like 930 when I walked out of the oh, office. It was and I was like, what is this? This is cold. So cold. Yeah. I, I will say the best part about the cold weather is we're not in shorts and bathing suits anymore. So less less roll patrol for Dave. Less <laughs> roll patrol. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Um, where's your favorite place to vacation and why? I haven't been to many places in my life. I'm a Michigan girl through and through. I love winter. Um, so up north anywhere for any activity would be ideal for me. But this summer we made it up to the UP. Mm. I haven't been since I was a I kid. I saw those pictures. It was gorgeous. So we went to Sands Point. It's a beach in Munising right next to Pictured Rock. So we didn't go over to Pictured Rock because I was like a total space case that day. And we could not figure out how to get to Pictured Rock. <laughs> so we stopped at Sands Point instead. And we walked along this beach in Lake Superior for like eight hours with Aww. our kids. I was with my boyfriend now. And um, it was the most peaceful, breathtaking place that I've ever been. So Sands Point, Munising. I love it. Nice. I love Thank it. Um, all right. Last question. What are you going to be for Halloween? I'm a no-nonsense person, and so I won't wear a costume. What? I, I just, I don't find joy in it. Oh. And, like, the whole Halloween thing, I try. I do it for the kids, all right? Like, I, I would rather be drinking a cup of coffee, like, inside. I don't know. So, you guys could do family. So, like, we did superheroes. Was it last year, I think? But I'm not, I'm not the girl who coordinates <laughs> stuff like no, that. I'm not. So so I said what I, what I said I would do is put over the new pumpkin blanket that I bought, and I'm just going to wear it like a shawl. Oh, so you're going to be a pumpkin. Sure. There you go. Yep. I'm going to call just, it a day. I instantly, uh, when you're like, I'm a no-nonsense person, I instantly went to the episode of The Office where Jim just showed up. Have you seen that episode? I've seen a lot of The Office, but I can't remember. I'm so pissed. Uh uh, because Peacock put it behind the paywall now. And I'm like, oh, you son of a yeah. gun. You lured me over here with free episodes after you got the contract from Netflix. Anyway, that's another that's episode. That's a whole other thing. It's I know. a whole thing. But um, that episode, he always wears like a plain white button down. And so he showed up to Halloween. He had three black circles. He's a snowman. And they were, no, they were on the side of Mind his shirt. Mind paper? Yes. They, oh, my he, gosh. He was like, well, you can have plain white gym or you can have three-hole punch gym. And I'm like... <laughs> That's so me, exactly. And what's funny is, little office culture, but, like, he doesn't ever wear, on, like, all the Halloween episodes, he never wears, like, a dedicated costume. It's always something small like that until Pam gets him to dress up as Popeye while she was Olive and the baby. Okay, so, I love that. (laughs) 
I forgot that they had a baby. They did, and it was a beautiful day. They had two babies. They had Cece and Philip, and I know way too much about this show. About their family. I'm going to write. That's my next episode that I'm writing. Whole episode on The Office. And we're wrapping. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us, Sarah. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Tell all of our listeners one more time how that they can get a hold of you, because I'm sure they're all going to want to after being inspired and hearing how amazing you are. Thank you. Yes, please call me. I will almost always answer a phone call. If I don't answer, leave me a voicemail and I'll get back to you within 24 hours. 248-660-3636. Give me a text. Shoot me a call. You can find us at atyourservicemoms.com. And we're also on Facebook. You can see all of our gallery portfolio, all of our projects, um, and our five-star reviews at facebook.com slash atyourservicemi, like Michigan. I love it. Thank Thank you you so much. All right, everybody. You know you loved this episode, so make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss anything coming in the future. If you have any questions or if you want to get a hold of us, you can email me at Kylie at MyStarsAcademy.com, and we'll see you next Thursday for a fresh episode of Elite Life. Bye. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.